Phone blue. I am in so much pain right now. I'll, oh no! I this is. Uh, I'm just saying this now, so we never do this again. Have an early morning podcast. Uh, right. Uh, I was. I wondered about it too. I was just talking to Andy. I said, Lori was like, I could do eight thirty. I could do eight thirty in the morning because I went to. I got to sleep at three last night because I'm in New York doing that thing that New York comics do which is a set at one o'clock in the morning and then figure out how to get back to Brooklyn. Uh, (laughs) Wait, did you ever take the train back or did you lift all the way? I've always been lifting back. Boo! Oh, I understand that. I get it. I've taken the train several times. I actually, it was, I had to turn down a set last night and then try to pick up an extra. Didn't work. But uh, the, uh, um, Explain, um, explain, explain. Okay, so I had, I was offered three sets over at Greenwich. Yeah. Uh, and, but my three of my friends from college live here, and a friend of Andy's from college lives here, by the way. And um, they, uh, and so we, the three, the the friends from college of mine, we went to dinner last night, and so I had to turn down the eight thirty, but this, so I had a ten thirty and a twelve thirty. Yeah. But I also tried to add this barber shop that's on Saturday nights, um, which is sort of on Second Avenue, sort of near the village, not far. Yeah. Um, and that would have been at eleven, but he didn't get back to me. So, uh, and but he was probably full, you know. To yeah, yeah. So, but Friday was nuts. I did that thing where you go to different places and do sets, and you worry about uh, getting there. <laughs> It's not enjoyable. It's not enjoyable. It is if not particularly enjoyable. No, if it's, it, it, you worry the entire time, all night, especially, you know, if you have like an hour and a half between spots, you're fine. Yeah. But it, it always, it's seems a half an hour. An hour, right? And so you, you got to do the set and then get off stage immediately, get paid, find transportation and get to the other club and, Hopefully I will say the same part of Manhattan, but I God. did not get, I did not get paid. I figured I would just get paid later for yeah. all of them. And so it came to pass. I will say, remember, I was all worried about getting paid about this one gig. Yeah. Because I did, I did a thing that in seven years you've never encouraged me to do, which is talk to you between podcasts. <laughs> Outrageous. I'm like, <laughs> I'm getting a call. There, there must be a death in the family. Why is she calling me? <laughs> and I just had it. I said, well, I got paid for the first two spots at this club, but I didn't get paid last night. And I'm and I'm always shy to ask for money, except for I power through my friends power through. That's what yeah, you gotta I, do. I would not describe you as always shy ever, especially around my I internally I'm shy. Let's say that. Let's okay. say that internally okay. I'm shy about money. Right. Uh, uh, but. If I if I externally allow that to be shy about money, I don't have any money, so <laughs> I have to actually act upon the money query. So right. I I the guy texted me uh, the sets for Friday night, and I said, "Are those paid? Because I got paid for the first two, but I didn't get paid for last night." And he was like, 
well, you should have been paid for last night. And then he Venmoed me. Oh. Yeah. So it all worked out in the in the 11th hour. And um, yeah, I wasn't. Sh- yeah. When you said that, I wasn't sure. Like, oh, is it because it's your first time through? It's like, or is it a audition? Yeah. I, I didn't know. And uh, right. I didn't want to was... jump in, quite frankly. Right, right, right. <laughs> and well, in New York Comics, um, it's funny. So I had um, everybody's like, I wish Lori would come to New York. Why don't what? you call? Would... Yeah. Uh, Corey Kahane <laughs> was like, she she used to come to New York all the time. And I was like, she was here last weekend. She was like, oh, I never do get to see her. Because here's what last night, what I did was yeah. because I didn't have a set till 1030. You saw Corey? Where'd you see Corey? At the cellar. Oh. I went hanging out? She has set. Oh, hey, that's awesome. And Ophir, I've hung out at the cellar twice this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I was at the stand, and I'm doing the Greenwich uh, Village Comedy Club. The cellar has five rooms, which I know you told me that. It's hard Corey to comprehend. Gave, Corey gave me the tour. <laughs> and Ophira hosted, was hosting and doing sets at two of the different rooms this oh week. Oh, my God. And, um, and so... I, uh, so I, I go to, I go to dinner with my friends. It's dim sum. It's on union square. It was delicious. We have yeah. a nice time. Yeah. Uh, and then I go to the cellar cause Corey has a, a an eight fifty set. And so I walk in and Gina, who used to work at Broadway and, and New York. Gina Comedy Savage. Club, yes. Hi. She is, um, she's, uh, like running the olive. The, oh, that that restaurant oh okay attached right. to the to the and so i walk in and she's like do i know you and i was like i'm a comic i'm just here just put me in a corner until i'm collected by someone respectable who is accepted here at the company <laughs> and, and she's like i can do you better than that and she sat me next to dan natterman and uh <laughs> my god what's up <laughs> do you know dan Yes, remember Natterman was the one I was trapped in that in that uh, last comic standing. I was trapped in that limo for three hours. Oh my! <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my god! And, and him and him and Eddie Pepitone giggling at Adam Hunter being gross, oh and Adam god. Hunter being gross to Andy Smith and Mary Mack, and right. me trying to talk to the Meehan brothers or Mirren brothers. The Meehan, 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 Meehan. There were three of them, and uh, one of them passed away since then. But um, the. Uh, the um but yeah adam hunter had said something gross to mary mack and and andy smith and mary mack was like why'd you ask jackie cation that question and i said what i'm trying to talk about superheroes with the Meehan brothers <laughs> and uh <laughs> and uh and adam goes it's nothing and i'm like oh fuck adam what and he goes i just asked mary and andy if they had to fuck somebody in this car who would they fuck oh, on board I and i said this we're trapped. We're trapped in this fucking car. <laughs> Please do not. Okay, so you, okay. you see Natterman. So you, did you guys talk? He has a podcast, I think, with um, the son of Manny. Oh, I should know his name. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my God, I'm such an idiot. I'm, it's eight thirty. I'm tired. But okay. he had no. Right, he had no. no idea who I was. He right. could tell that what? I was a comic. Yeah. He was yeah. like, I th- I think we've met, and I was like. Yes. Yes, we've met Dan Natterman. 
And, uh, but he was super nice, and we just sat yeah. there. And then Corey Kahaney showed up, and um, so I stood up because I figured we'd go. Because she was, she said she was hungry. I had just eaten all the dim sum in the whole world. Yeah. But she was like, "Let's do this before I forget to do it." And she drags me over and introduces me to Esty. And um, oh, all right. and Esty, who I have emailed with about doing Vegas. Right. Also did not remember me, but she deals with hundreds and hundreds of comics, and it's been right. a year or so. Right. And so um, the so she was very polite as well, but she was like, mm-hmm. okay. And then we turned around, and there's Ryan Hamilton. Uh, and I knew Ryan oh Hamilton when he was a baby, a baby comic, and now he has a beard like a man. <laughs> and uh, and so I was like, hey, Ryan Hamilton. And he stood up and gave me a hug. And Corey said that that was good because Esty sees everything. And um, <laughs> she does. Oh my God. She does. And and then as we're walking out, Judy Gold was there. What the fuck? Yeah. What a night. Yeah. And then, so then Corey and I went to, she walked me back to the other club. And next to the other club was an Italian place. And so we sat, I was like, I just, she's like, I'm hungry. I have to get something. And so I sat with her and I had a cappuccino and a, a, a cannoli. And, um, and she got the baked clams. She was like, I look at this place. I say to myself, this place does good baked clams. And uh, <laughs> so um, I have a cappuccino and a cannoli. I go and I do my set. Super fun, by the way. Pat, man, that little Greenwich room i mean every single room the cellar was packed was sold out and then right. Greenwich was sold out and then uh so then after that i go back to the cellar and i sit at the the same table i sat with dan Dannerman with ophira and she gets yeah. the hummus plate and i get another cappuccino Love and that hummus. Um, yeah and uh and then Akeem was there. Akeem, I forget his last name, friend of Carmen Morales, very funny okay. guy. And uh, but you know, like today's Martin Luther King Day. Right. Every single lineup well, should have been black comics. Yeah. It should have been a shit ton of black comics. And it was just a couple. I was <laughs> I like no, I know. I was like it's it's, a, it's like, yeah, when International Women's Month is celebrated by like one night of female comics in March. Yeah. And there were, there were, there were, you know, there were some black comics and of course there should be all kinds of comics all the time, but it is nice. It, 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 I don't even know why I'm trying to lend anyone some credibility, but it could be that, uh, you know, how all the, how maybe every black comic was booked. So it was hard to, (laughs) you know what, even as I'm saying this, I'm like, no, no, no. You are. Yeah. There, that's not trying. Yeah, you just want to keep getting booked. I know, as do I. No, it's so I, no, no. Because the thing is, is I, we're the only apologists left for. I think. Um, I I for, don't for, feel like an apolog. No, I don't feel like an apologist. I was just trying to like put the best possible spin on. Which is the definition of an apologist, my friend. (laughs) There's so many comics in New York, and a lot of them. This guy, I don't know, but uh, Corey and Ophira. um, But I think he's uh, sort of a a right-wing nerd. Oh, yeah. When I say nerd, I'm also the last generation that will call his activities a nerddom. Right, Uh, right. (laughs) Yeah. 
So, oh, and when, but here's oh, a funny he story. Around doing spots yeah. and stuff. Yeah, he was sitting at the at the fancy table at the at the cellar. Oh, um, sure, with But uh, the the funny thing is, is and I have these pictures. I kind of want to post them. There's a new look among the youth. Uh, the like, there's 25, 26 year old men, three guys in the restaurant part of the comedy cellar looked exactly the same. And I got a picture of two of them and other people, not just me. You know how I think that everybody looks the same? Yeah. So see that guy? Yes. There were, there were four of that guy. <laughs> see the guy behind see the guy behind him in the picture? Yeah. I wish I could get him to turn around because he looked exactly the same. And then yeah. uh and then there was because here's another one. Right. So kind of lo- same longish hair. So on top unruly black and hair. hair. Yeah. And, 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 and a close and a close beard. Like the mm. big bushy Kyle Kinane beard of the you know, the, the beard that I always thought was in response to like decent men going, Oh, is this what you're afraid of from nine eleven? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Uh like that's I always <laughs> that's why I thought like every eighteen year old in two thousand two grew that beard. Yeah. Is because they were like you're out of your mind if you think this beard is what's so scary. And so there was like a whole bearded youth movement. And now that bearded youth movement have t- has turned into like what looks like young and the restless guys. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, maybe it's a that, that does look probably better on on video on than maybe like the Taliban s beard you oh were right describing. right oh yeah. yeah they were all three of them were very uh handsome young men yeah sure mm-hmm. well, well played well done youth um i haven't been able to try a lot of new stuff because of how you know sort of tight the short the sets are yeah and i'm trying to learn how to do new york comedy clubs i i did try new stuff on the um on the sort of the brooklyn hat store shows that mm-hmm. i've been doing and Last night I've been uh, I've done so many sets at Greenwich. I felt comfortable last night, and I did try a new thing. Both, cool. Both, yeah, that's great. Yeah, actually, the first the 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 middle set last night I tried new stuff. The second set was I got up at one in the morning, and I was like, these people don't need to listen to me work something out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're half of the bag. It was got really cold last night too, and Judy Gold wouldn't stop making fun of the fact that I just was wearing layers. Um, <laughs> Oh she man, was that right sounds too. like a fun. So is you, Judy, and Corey hanging out, and Ophira? Yeah, or is that different nights. No, it was the same night, but different times. Like I, I okay. had, I had coffee with uh, Corey, and then I had coffee with Ophira, and I hung out with Judy. And Judy was like, "We should hang out," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, well, uh, right." And, and I have the weird thing about staying up so late, and then I sleep until eleven. Because I don't get to bed until 2.30 or 3. And I yeah. got to sleep like the big cats here. I need eight hours. And um, Yeah, me too, Jackie. <laughs> how was, yeah. So what what shows did you do this week? Um, let's see. La- I did, uh, I was at Flappers a couple times this week. Um, I, and then I had to, uh, and that was fun. Always fun. Always um, fun. That was a part of the celebrity drop-in, you know. Uh, well played. I don't, well I don't played. think I was a celebrity, but uh, fun shows, and um, uh, and then I I was uh, Monique um, 
Marceau booked me on Oeno Vino, uh, which is the little oh, wine right. store. And then I had to cancel because I had a friend uh, who's having a birthday and then she got sick. So then I, 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 I DM'd her <laughs> and I'm like, Hey, if I, I'm back, I'm available. Again. I'm so back. She put me back on the show. So I had like three sets, uh, between coming home from New York and coming out here to Portland again, which is cool. Well, that's right. You're um, in Portland. Yeah. So I'm in, yeah, I'm in a hotel, by the way, these hotels are not, uh, there must be a new thing where they're not giving out lotion anymore. There's no lotion. Oh, right. My skin is so dry. I it's disgusting because it's cold outside. So they, the, the heat inside here is really, really dry. Okay. Uh, but so I, anyway, I flew out on, on Sunday or excuse me, on Friday night, I stayed at my sister's, uh, she is open to doing, uh, a, like a Patreon podcast where it's you, me, your sister and my sister. <laughs> She's open to it. Well, that's cool. That's yeah. great. Yeah. I, I hope we can figure yeah. that out. Oh my gosh. It's just a half, I, I it'll just be a half an hour, right? I know. Eileen sounds like me and Darla sounds exactly like you. I think <laughs> it'll be really jarring for people. It's uh right. Right. Siblings uh it, it it'll be an extra sibling moment. Imagine um, me if I had a PhD and a uh a separate master's degree in creative writing. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> me if I were on the Rockefeller uh charity board uh and i was in kenya visiting different rehabilitation places for victims of torture uh my sister's in kenya right now no and yeah she's got four extra days at the end of this trip to kenya uh and they were like well you can go you can um you can go on a safari and so look at this fucking picture she just oh my god God. Now, right. you and I are both like trying to get gigs there, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, wow. Pile of zebras. No, I no egrets. There's, there's a, um, there used to be a festival in South Africa, but I don't know what's happening in Kenya. I at know. All, I, I talked, I talked to that guy at one time, probably 15 years ago. I was like, can I play that? Cause I don't care. Sultanovich. I know a bunch of comics that have done it. And, um, and he was like, nah. What? <laughs> I know it's always so surprising when someone says oh no. Oh my god! At least I mean, in a in sort of a especially, and I should ask him what, this year. Which feels like a it's the year of the way. festival. It what? felt in a permanent way. It did. Yeah, feel like a permanent way. yeah. There's some club in Wilmington, uh, North Car- North Carolina, or Del- I forget, called the Dead Crow. Yeah, and I I heard. Yeah, they passed on you. What they fully uh, passed? <laughs> fully forever. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So anyway, so I hang out with my nieces who are, it's so, it's so, uh, uh, I guess jarring to be near teenage girls when you're, when you're raising a teenage boy, because my son is quite monosyllabic, you know, like he'll talk to me and stuff, but I, he definitely is like, bruh. You know, <laughs> uh, are you kidding me? I have 16 nieces and nephews and I have yeah. watched the teenage worlds of boys and girls it's differ. Bananas. Boys and are blessedly solid. Yeah, yeah. The girls just don't. They talk all over the place. Just clouds of words following them all over the world. Magpies. Yes. Um, so we played a bunch of games and my son was on um, FaceTime. So we had fun. And then uh, and then uh, Katie Nguyen. Picked yeah. me up uh, 
because she was opening for me at this gig in Corvallis, which is about an hour south of Portland. And so we're driving and it's nighttime, right? Ooh. And she notices that there's a car, like we're in the, say the extreme right-hand lane of the highway. Yeah. If I, if I remember this correctly. And there's a car in the fast lane. And so there's like, I don't know, at least four lanes. It's I-5. And she notices there's like a little orange lights underneath the car. And even with my glasses, I think I had my contacts on though. I did. My vision isn't great, like long-term like that. And so we're trying to figure out if it was light, like reflecting on puddles because it was raining out. And then she, she thought it was sparks under this car. And, and this all happened in like seven seconds. Right. And we're both sort of looking, trying to figure it out. And as we pass the car, the, oh, the, the car starts to pull over, like it puts his blinker on and pulls over into the shoulder of the fast lane, which is scary. Right. Yeah. Right. And, that's left. Yeah. Yeah. That's left. And it's dark and everyone's yeah. going 70. Right. And as we pass the right side is engulfed in flames, like within a second. Whoa. And I'm like, Oh my, his God. car burst into flames. At least the right side immediately. And it didn't look like That's the, driver, funny. Yeah. the driver's side had immediate, like, it was just so bizarre. And so I called, you know, we called the, um, we called 911 and uh, like the next exit was like two miles down. Right. I, so we didn't do anything but call 911 and tell them exactly where it was. Yeah. Oh, but I, and then I've been looking, trying to find out anything, but there's been nothing in the news about it. So I assume. Yeah. There's never any closure. I don't, when, uh, the last time I called 911 had to be, oh, I know I was on, I was in Hollywood, um, on like Wilshire and I don't know, third. No, I don't know what it was, but it might've been, yeah. but, uh, whatever it was, I'm at a stop sign, a stoplight, a bus goes past me and probably 10 years ago and the bus goes past me and you know how it has the led readout yeah and the led readout as it drives by says call 911 bus number 677 or whatever call night uh like trouble on the bus call 911 and i i spent like three beats going is that real and i'm like well who puts that on their bus so i call and i i say a weird nine one. She goes nine one one. I said weird thing just happened. I'm on this corner and this corner. The bus is going east on this street, and the LED readout said that. And this is the number of the bus. And she goes, really? And I said, that's what I got. And I never got closure on that. I never found out what the hell was wrong with that bus, or if there was just a a person who had, who was you know like speed, like it was a, right. a like it was. The, well, this one was, this was, this was like, you know, I'm like, are, did we just like witness the last moments of someone's life? And it was, it was so, I kept thinking about this person putting the blinker on and still like behaving normally right. as you do. Right. Hazards. And then blinker. all of a sudden on fire. Yeah. Uh, but I've been looking, I, I've been looking and searching and I, I've seen nothing. So I, I assume that they got out, but I was like, fuck, if there's a baby in the, it was, it looked like an SUV. Okay. I, I just, we were both like just more like, than one. Oh, thank yeah. God. Yeah. Um, but, but, but managed to have good show. <laughs> good show. <laughs> 
yes. was able to shake it off, <laughs> shake it off. Uh, but, but as soon as I got off stage and finished, uh, finished selling merch, I was trying to figure out anything that happened with that, uh, with that accident, uh, or with that car. Um, oh, the show was awesome. It was it's oh, like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, like a hundred plus year old theater that's been renovated. And so they do comedy in it. Sometimes the people that produce the show do comedy in it. Yeah. And then they have like, they they were just, they're having a, a like an, a local production of Sweeney Todd coming up. Now. It was like, oh my God, it made you want to move to Corvallis because it was so cute. Um, so, uh, show was great. Uh, it was sold out. Um, oh, there you go. Woo! Not, as it will happen in the pandemic, not everyone showed up, but it was pretty, pretty full. You know, there's yeah, a few empty yeah. seats and I guess some people, um, were there for standby tickets, you know? Oh, wow. And then, um, yeah, it was good. It was a lot of fun. That's uh, awesome. I hope my camera worked and because I had some fun audience stuff, I, I would post if it, if it did work. Right. And, uh, la, 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 la. oh, and then, so I get back last night at the hotel and I'm, I'm so dry and there's no cream, you know, there's no <laughs> lotion and, um, I'm like, fuck. And then I'm, I, I was just awake, you know, and yeah. because I have to wake up early for this podcast, I can't sleep. <laughs> And my flight is until two thirty, and I remember going, "Yeah, I'll sleep in and just meander on back to Los Angeles." Well, no, I'm not sleeping in. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm sitting here going, "Is she expecting me to feel guilty about this?" Uh, yes. She was the one who said yes. You yes. are the ones. Well, on okay. that note, let's take a break. Okay. Parenting. It's hard, but don't worry. You are not alone. Belly up to the low bar with one bad mother and let us remind you that fine is good enough. They want to climb on different things. And how am I supposed to keep them both from dying? (laughs) There is a right way to do this. And if I can figure out that right way, I'm going to be a good parent. So that is not a thing. So join us each week and let us tell you that you are doing a good job. You can listen to One Bad Mother on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, uh, Jackie Cation, stand-up comic, excited to talk about another stand-up comic, the debut album from Irene 2, We're Woo. Done Now. Yeah, right? Irene 2. I love Irene 2. She's so great. San Francisco yeah. comic. Irene 2's We're Done Now is available to stream everywhere, and you can get it on slick vinyl. That's right. Blonde Medicine loves vinyl. And some of you, the hipster youth, you love vinyl. You have clothes and plays. Uh, that's an old reference. Uh, but Blind Medicine has put out all sorts of great albums. So if you have a record player, and a lot of you do, get it on vinyl. Blind Medicine has put out all sorts of great albums from folks like Kenise Mobley, Subda Agarwal, Anik Adele, Amy Miller. They're really cool-looking. Valerie Tazi, they're... Uh, I mean, he sent us like 10 albums and they're beautiful. The the albums, he has great taste. They have great taste in stand-up comics. They do really fun things with the, with the hard copies. So if you, the albums are great, just so you know. The comedy is outstanding. But if you want a giant vinyl album in a cool color, I say do it. Because uh, if you buy them, the profit is better for the comics, and um, and you still get to hear the uh, the awesome comedy that is 
everyone and Irene too, quite honestly. So go to blondemedicine.com slash maxfun to browse a selection of stand-up LPs and use the code Jackie Laurie at checkout and you get 20% off your entire order anyway. So why don't you order several of them right away and then you'll have them all. Okay, so we're back. So Comic of the I'm week. Up, I'm up. Wait, let me finish my story. Oh, shit. I thought that I'm was it. I'm sorry. I know you want to interrupt with a parallel story of yours, <laughs> so I have to finish it in pieces. Um, oh, I saw an accident, too. Let me veer off. Okay. So um, so there, there's lots of noise outside my hotel room. And this is like around 2 into 3 in the morning. And then someone starts knocking on my hotel room door. And so I, I turn off my white noise machine and I go up. I go, what? Who are you? What? And they they stop knocking, but they're they're standing there. Like I can, I you can I hear them breathing. There's a human on the other side of this right. with a knife. With a knife, I <laughs> always. And uh, and the, so I called that down to the hotel, and the woman answers. She's like, "I'll go check it out." I'm like, "I don't want you to check it out. You see, you see, you to be harmed either. I I have no idea what's happening, but I just want you to know that there's weirdness on this part of the uh, part of the hallway." <laughs> Um, and then uh, they, they tell my son I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Noises continued, and then they kind of died down. But I was up till like five a.m. because I couldn't sleep. Wow! So you only did get like three hours of sleep last night. Yeah. Are you are you going to be able Are you going to be Are you going to be able to nap after this? No, because um, I'm getting picked up at eleven, and okay. so I'll finish finish this at nine thirty. So no, there's no napping. I just okay. had a gigantic coffee, so I could even speak words to you. And, um, (laughs) so I'm going to go into the, uh, into the hotel gym and do a little workout, uh, uh, and then change and, uh, we'll drive to the airport and I won't get home till around seven and it's fucking raining really hard here. I'm right outside the Willamette river though. It's really pretty. I do have a nice view. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, now can we do comic of the week? Yes. All right. Uh, what is it? What I was the one who picked her, and she was really funny. But now I, I'm spacing. Sabrina Wu. It's Sabrina Wu. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> it's Sabrina Wu. Oh my who god. Was great. And it's S A B R I N A. That's not. It, it's her name, right, Kyle? Yes. Well, it's uh, A Sabrina Wu on on. Oh, the it social. is A Sabrina. I love that it's A as opposed to the. Come on, believe in yourself, Sabrina. Uh, she was super funny, and um. Yeah, so Where did she, she work with her. Uh, I don't remember. I've done so many shows yeah. uh, lately that I'm just like, it's it's so needed to uh, everybody. There's so many great comics that happen to be women right now. It's a fucking golden age, and Sabrina Wu is one of them. So a Sabrina Wu, find her, follow her, uh, buy her crap, make make her life. Uh, you know, let her buy land. That's how much you should, because she's great. <laughs> Let her be a property owner. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> right. It's it's not asking a and lot. And then let her have to spend $2,700 to block off two rats from a falling tiger. <laughs> I got that credit card statement. I almost fell. I almost fell into a hole. I was so oh. like, oh. I know. And I have been justifying the fact that I'm staying at uh, my friend's apartment for me to be able to take lifts. And then I bought dinner last night and I bought breakfast for my friends the other day. Jackie, and I'm like, I'm company. saving so much your money. Your company did it. It's true. And this is, a. I mean, every time I talk to Andy and I'm like, I don't know if I can do all these sets. He always goes, 
Isn't that why you're there? I'm like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, that's why I'm here. Thanks for that pep talk. And um, <laughs> and so it's true. And so I would have, um, like tonight I'm doing Union Hall. Last weekend I was in, uh, in Royal Oak doing Detroit. Uh, that was super fun. And mm-hmm. then this weekend I'm in uh, Grand, I, I leave for Grand, Grand, no, no, Sioux Falls. Yeah, not Grand Rapids uh, or Grand Forks, uh, Sioux Falls. So how, Forks, how long is yeah. this particular road trip? It's it's two, almost three weeks. God damn, you had to pack for three weeks? Yeah, I've done laundry once. Um, it's been like 40 degrees here for the most part. Yeah. And um, Do you, Does I, the apartment you're staying in have a washer dryer in it? On uh, the first floor. Oh, so, oh, so it's a building. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's a condo building. So okay. I think this is a condo. And um and she's I watched I wa uh she has YouTube TV too, and we got it because of Andy's mom, so I know how to navigate it. And my brother Russ was telling me to watch this Dick Cavett uh Groucho Marx American Masters hour and a half um documentary where Dick Cavett talks about he was friends with Groucho Marx for twenty odd, thirty odd years, right? Wow. And and how weird that was because I I love Groucho Marx. Groucho Marx kind of reminds me of my dad a little bit, but (laughs) Groucho Marx is um, clearly, I mean, he's, you know, he's got, he's a professional comic, but the, um, but the thing is, so I'm watching it and I'm at 30 minutes. I got to turn it off because Groucho Marx, he's on a a Dick, one of the versions of Dick Cavett show. He gets up and walks to the audience and he's like, Oh, my wife and my daughter are here. Stand up, say hi. They, they stand up, they wave, they sit back down. Groucho Marx turns and walks back to the panel. And, and he says, I don't know. He must know he's still on television and mic and he's talking to Dick Cavett. And he goes, beautiful family, right? You'd think I wouldn't cheat. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then they cut to his wife <laughs> and his wife just puts her hand over her face and she's just rubbing her forehead going oh, no he knew he knew she's oh yeah. he entirely knew and oh i was God. just like what a tool and then and then later in oh, life he had it sounds funny it sounds funny the way you did it it sounds funny oh no it was it was hilarious but it also felt true oh and uh, <laughs> so it felt like very very accurate i mean you know he's not writing material he's living his freaking life yeah. And uh, which is what most of us are doing, right? Uh, so he, yeah, I don't know. And then uh, what, what happened? Oh, and then, Your story lost steam. Where did you go? I had to write down what might be a tag, and okay. oh, because I'm working. I'm, I'm working <laughs> on child's job, <laughs> <laughs> right? And I'm also thinking about like because we sent out those stickers. For the Patreon, the ten dollar level, the Patreon stickers finally went out, and uh, people instead, got them. Yeah, yeah. You sent a picture; someone sent you a picture. But there, each sticker comes in its own envelope instead of all three in one envelope. Which yeah. I'm like, that is very wasteful. But you get to have three little prizes, which that's <laughs> always fun to open things. It is, and I would I would post. He posted the our fan posted that picture on the Dork Forest Ranger page on the Facebook, and I was like, you know, your address is on this. <laughs> it, that's something I would do, uh, but I, so I I won't repost it just because it is his address and not mine. Right, right. But, um, but yes, it was. Uh, so it is. We are a legit enterprise. 
Yeah, I, I'm psyched that it worked. So I, I, I've been trying to figure out three more stickers from because what all I'm doing is I'm taking the tags that Kyle and and I call from the shows and yeah. trying to make stickers from them. Did time. you see that? Did you see the Max Fun art? I loved it. Yeah, the crest. I loved moon. it too. I think it would be an excellent T-shirt. What do you think? I do too. Yeah, I do too. Okay, so maybe yeah, we, we talk to the Max Fun artist game because we have all yeah. these little notebooks and uh, you know in my place. Um, oh, I sold, so I sold books last night and then nice. I sold out. I bought like, I brought like six of each and, uh, and they did this thing where, where they had, before the show started, they had like a little video presentation about who's coming next. And then they said, your headliner, uh, Lori Kilmartin has written two books and they put pictures of both of my books, like in a big, and the book covers got laughs. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. You know, you should get that clip and put that up by the way that's an excellent promo clip for your reels or tiktok oh I'll have to, to sell your books and you could post it on your amazon page okay see if you can get that and or, or make your own right because right. uh because that that what a great idea of course you sold out that's such a good yeah, yeah but it made me think well i mean i don't know you can't just do that at every club just have a little no, right? a, or, I don't I, know I what mean, would Carlos Mencia do. What would Carlos Mencia do? That's my new guiding light. Uh, well, uh, Jim Dorton charges for meet and greets, so that's uh, I. That's what I, I want. I have do. to remember that every time I feel like a whore. I have to remember that. <laughs> it's uh, y- you could feel like a whore, but are you getting off? It's uh, <laughs> yeah, but do whores? I don't think they do either. It's, uh, uh, well, you know, they are at work. Uh, I always, yeah. I like to think of sex workers at, uh, with a shift drink. It's a bit that I've, that I've, that I've been thinking about that I never, that I've never tried, but yeah. wouldn't it be interesting to like, sort of, I mean, it's kind of one of those funny ideas of what sex workers, uh, sharing like a shift drink or going out after work going, you know, Bill came in and she's like not bill i've served bill Ugh. and uh, or whatever right like it right, would be right, like right. one of that situation but i don't want it to be kind of hacky or whatever oh i also did but wait i'm not done oh aren't you i'm so sorry <laughs> no what i was i was uh i sold shirts i sold some of uh, the shirts that caitlin made oh um, cool caitlin gill and i think i sold four i'm not skilled at the shirt selling because they were like rolled up and crumbled <laughs> people had to like un- unroll them to see them uh, um, play us all you got to put one out right and then how do you find the sizes Ugh. you organize it before <laughs> you organize it before you like during the feature i just organize it okay. you can also pay one of the security guys to sell stuff for you you should tip him 20 bucks okay. unless you make a boat ton of money then you should tip in more but it's usually 20 bucks because it I isn't that much money tons. exactly I right i don't either which is why i'm like here's 20 bucks yeah and extra 20 bucks means uh you know a meal plus they're on the clock so it's a yeah, nice jackie meal. i know what 20 dollars buys i got it thank you well you were the one who was asking me how i about what to tip out the staff so no but now i'm asking you how do you separate the sizes do you like have different do you clip them like with like a, a clip that's, you know, that you write M on and then put them together or something? What? Tour roll. This is an old band trick is you take the sizes, you roll them up, and then you take a piece of masking tape to hold them together and put the sizes on there. Okay. Thank you. That's what I was asking, Jackie. Not what $20 could buy at a McDonald's. 
Uh, let me tell you something about $20 at a McDonald's. It doesn't go as far as it used to. Um, so uh, what the way I sell shirts, I tend to um, put the shirt out and then I put a stack behind it. And I always put the largest, like I started carrying a 3X, 4X kind of situation. And oh. I usually I put a 4X or a 3X as the display one so that nobody has to ask how big they go. Gotcha. That's smart. Nobody, That's very nobody smart. needs to have that conversation. If you're yeah. tiny, you could say, do you have an extra small? Right. I don't feel bad for you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I don't feel bad for anybody who has to ask about a Forex, but I just, it simplifies the situation yes. because yes, yes, most yes. people don't carry up to that size. So, um, uh, so I put the big ones out, the, the sort of the largest size. And then behind it, I put a stack small through, uh, small through all the sizes, one of each, so that if I'm serving somebody else, because people uh, people are meddlers and they want to just go through and see what sizes are available, and they're like, "Oh, there is a large." Pardon me. Right, right. And then right. I replace it from the from the from the box. You need a large table for all that. That's a lot. Yeah, of I like I like a six. Well, remember me. I'm the freaking Walmart of merch because my garage has to be emptied. It must be emptied. Uh, you so fill it. I know you. So I, right. We did. We lent a couple of pieces of Chris's furniture to our friend Judy Adler's mom. Hopefully she keeps that furniture uh, because <laughs> uh, don't uh, we don't need it back. And then we also gave our an old table to one of Andy's cousins. And so. Our garage is almost, almost empty enough to put a car back in it because oh, I would like amazing. to have a car off the street. I would like we have yeah. two cars now again. Yeah. And I would like uh, one of the, one of those cars to be in the garage. Yeah, sure. Understandable. Because there's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of grass. Did you see Augie Smith? A lot of grass. There's been a lot of rain. Sorry. Uh, okay. I, 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 I moved on because Augie Smith's backyard is, is full of like weeds the size of his toddler's chest. Oh, my uh, God. It's, is it flooding or is it just uh, no, growing? It's just wild. It's just he's mm. like my backyard looks like. Uh, and Timothy, his youngest, um, is wearing what looks to be old, like an old guy's outfit. And and you know how toddlers walk sometimes and that's yeah. dry. And yeah. And, Augie's picture catches a mid, uh, and he looks like a tiny old man as he walks through (laughs) tall grass. Oh, that's great. Let's take another quick break. This week on Bullseye, Tom Hanks, as you've never heard him before, mad. You moron. Thank you for the use of the turn signal. Way to use your blinker, idiot. That's Bullseye for MaximumFun.org and NPR. Hey guys, this is Lori Kilmartin. I'm recording this very secretly at the Oakland airport. Jackie and I forgot to publicize or to promote. Uh, we're doing a um, live Jackie and Lori at Flappers on January 23rd. That's a week from today at 8 p.m. Uh, live Jackie and Lori. We have Aaron Jackson so far and we have Virginia Jones and we're getting more. <laughs> this is, we've had this on the books for a while and we just were, oh my God, it's January 23rd almost. All right. So hope to see you at a live Jackie and Lori. All right. Bye. I have two other things. I went and saw the music man with Hugh Jackman and Sutton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was amazing and adorable and wonderful. And they were having a lovely time. And uh, it was like, it's my favorite. It's my favorite of that genre of musical. Mm-hmm. 
uh, that sort of era. And, um, and so I had a blast. That was super fun. And then I also did a podcast about stand-up comedy with Jesse Fox. Jesse Fox? Oh, yeah. Vulture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think, did you do it yet? Yeah. Is it the good one? Yeah. So, yeah, where you guys he breaks down. It? He picks a joke or what, what, what joke did they do? Uh, it was, yeah. I, I gave him the, the hospital chunk about, mm-hmm. about my dad. I picked one of my dad chunks. Yeah. Because um, I thought it had more sort of potential for stories and stuff Mm -hmm. because I didn't know what the heck he wanted to do with it. And it's like a 13 minute bit. So on the album, on vacation, it breaks down into four bits. Yeah. Because it's talking about my dad flirting. It's talking about my dad, the mattress thing. It's Mm -hmm. talking about my dad, the, the, uh, whatever it's like four different chunks and yeah and then and then the 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 cement mixer so um oh yeah so the hospital bills and then the cement mixer so um we spent 90 minutes where he dissected this thing forever oh my god it was a lot and but it was it was kind of it was sort of flattering like, cause I haven't, cause that bit, the thing before we went into lockdown, staycation was ready to record. Yeah. So by the time we came out of lockdown, I had done hundreds of zoom shows and I did 10 weeks of, of up, and I had dropped the sky club and the pushing the old man bit. Right. And <laughs> that's an incriminating bit. <laughs> The pushing the old man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they're all incriminating now. But I'm, I'm thinking of bringing them back because I do. Why don't you do an album called "Incriminating Bits"? Where you will you <laughs> right. will you tell a story about you doing something that could be used as evidence against you in a trial? <laughs> right, right. It's uh, very Jeff Jeff Ross. Maybe they'll kill me. And uh, so uh, the uh, the no, it's 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 essentially they would be because every three or four years. Uh, and, and it does get longer. The, the time periods between me losing my temper and pushing somebody <laughs> or saying something rude yeah. and confrontational that yeah. I am keeping my temper. Lo- Speaking of anger issues, right? I, yeah. I am, I am keeping my temper better. I am, am doing all kinds of things. So, but, but breaking. So what, what I, what I realized when, when we dissected that giant bit, is that yeah. it wasn't as tight as it was before lockdown, that hospital bit. Oh, okay. Because I had added stuff and it, and I didn't work on it for another six months because I was tired. <laughs> I was done. <laughs> and uh, like, I don't even do that hospital bit anymore, even though it's an excellent PSA for anyone who has large hospital bills. Uh, <laughs> so, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't face it. So, yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, it was interesting. Um, what did you, what bit did you do on it? Uh, do you remember? It was, I think it was a year ago, right? It was a long time ago. It was many years ago. I think I did, um, the thing about pushing my son in the, in the pool and making him speak Spanish to, <laughs> so I would say them. <laughs> no English, uh, Domingo. No English, no, yeah. No English, Domingo. Yeah. 
Wow, that bit has officially dropped. I don't even remember. <laughs> oh my god! When I saw Ryan Hamilton last night, all I could—I mean, I literally—I've known him since he was a baby comic too, and I was like, "Look at you with a beard!" And uh, and then I, <laughs> oh my god! And then and I and because that was awkward, uh-huh. because I have the social skills of somebody's great aunt, yeah. um, which is weird because I had those social skills when I was twelve uh, <laughs> of somebody's great aunt, mm-hmm. and um. I was like, do you know, I was just telling some because I was just telling someone about my favorite Ryan Hamilton bit because I haven't seen his long set in so long, but he's such a good comic. Yeah. Uh, but I liked it was this great bit about um, balloon, like hot air balloons being used for surveillance during the Civil War. What a weird premise. It was such an awesome. Wow. It was such a game. And he had made it personal because him and his girlfriend went up in the, you know, remember the year when everybody was going up into hot air balloons or guys were and proposing to that when it worked Albuquerque once. You went up in a hot air balloon? Yeah. um, Yeah. Uh, I think I did it with maybe. Well, I'm trying. I don't think Russ Revis was in it with me. No, it was. Yeah. But I was working laps, but it might have been the Ronnie Baca days. Russ Rebus. Anyway, killed here's me. my point. You yes. you fell over and actually lost consciousness as I said. <laughs> uh yeah, I did. I would not do it again having seen uh hot air balloon accidents uh, on the news. <laughs> and I can't believe Aww. I put myself in such danger. And then you lived though. You lived. Come on. Yeah. 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 Thank, well thankfully. played. Yeah. My lesson has I lived and I uh did not tempt the gods again. I added uh, I added the middle of Colorado bit to my comedy works uh, run next month mm-hmm. where um, so I think it's Hamilton. So I, I am on the road so much this month and I was like, oh, I can't wait to be home in February. I am not home in February. I like this like right now. This week, I'm here in New York, and then I go to Sioux Falls, and then I come home for three days, and I go to Sunnyvale and do yeah. Rooster Teeth Feathers, Cockadoo. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I come home for a couple of days, and I go to Traverse City, Michigan. Yeah. But then I am home for a week and a half. Mm-hmm. But then I picked up a, I think it's Hamilton. It's on Valentine's Day. Wait, why don't I have it in my book? I think it's Hamilton. Uh, Colorado Silverton because they have silver mines. Yeah, Silverton, uh, Colorado. <laughs> okay. So the history of uh, I love the history of a town. Uh, there, <laughs> so like Or Oroville, California, clearly a gold town at some point, and now just a place with a dam. Uh, so, yeah. um, but then I'm doing comedy works the 16th through the 18th, and I come back, and then I'm in Vermont. Oh wow. Um, so I, I don't have Vermont on the books. But you like, just did. I haven't done it in three years. So oh, is it? You are just we did it. A three-year rotation in Vermont. I hope not. I, all right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and then I'm doing a weird one-nighter in in March in Hutchinson, Minnesota. How weird is okay. that? That yeah. seems pretty weird. Um, I'm at the I'm at the Bloomington. Um, oh, oh, right. The third and fourth. I'm doing this doing a, off of memory. Third and fourth. I'm at Roosters in March. Uh, oh, cool. Come on out for that. Um, that's all I can remember right now. 
Yeah, yeah. Please come yeah. to all of these shows. I'm trying to, and I'm doing. There's uh, uh, there's some TikTok. Comic. I'm in Seattle at the Here and Now, like March 11th, I think, either 10th well, that, or 11th. Just a one nighter. Just yeah. a one night show. Oh, that's yeah. so. Yeah, make but it happen, people. If there's a lot of ticket sales, we might do a second night. So actually, I got to start promoting that really hard in Seattle. Yes, cool. Um. Yeah, so there's some TikTok comic that I was talking to Corey about last night, and um, she was like, she's got a lot of followers on TikTok. And I said, how many followers? You know, I have 131,000 followers on TikTok. And um, and she was like, oh, like 634. And I said, oh, it's never going to be enough, is it? It's, she has 634,000 followers. How does she, what, what does she do to get them? Is she? I don't know. I don't okay. know. I don't know if she's showing a nipple. I got nothing. I have no idea. All I know is I'm, I'm, I'm clipping out clips as much as I can, but some of the algorithms are bad. I got pulled from, from reels won't pay me this month because I did a joke. It was a positive sex joke, but they, they said that I, I, I broke their, their, um, their, their reels, uh, theory or their, but I don't know if it's because they paid me three months in a row. They're like, we're kind of done paying you. You're going to post reels anyway. So, because, so then I, cause I, uh, I couldn't, wow. I was trying to figure out, cause I posted a clip two days ago, the animated clip of the, of the LA pets. Yeah, thing. I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pulled just it a 30, great. 40, 30, 40 second clip of it, but it's one where I sweared, I sweared where I swore. And I was, I was trying to figure out if they were going to, um, if I, I wanted to know if it got flagged because I said the F word, but I because I had already been flagged, mm -hmm. uh, I don't, it didn't tell me. So I don't want to ruin February. Like in February, I'm going to post another clip of it and I'm hoping that it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. That That's reminds me. I, I did shorties watching shorties or they took, they did yeah. one of my, they animated one of my things. I couldn't find it. Nice. Posted. Yeah. Yeah. Find it's my that. prostitute joke. It's my first joke that allowed me to settle into New York city. <laughs> awesome. Kyle, she's falling over. I can barely <laughs> keep my eyes open. What I'm fucking time is it? Let's do another two minutes. Oh my God. I want to work uh, out. I mean, I don't want to, but I got to get it over with. Uh, I got, I, I have my, my, uh, my rolling, you know, that, that noodle thing. That's really hard that you roll out on. I have a travel, one of those mm -hmm. that, that goes flat. And then you pull these two things and it becomes, oh, I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I kind of want to roll one out. You guys, I'm getting real stiff these days. It yeah. turns out it's all maintenance in my twilight years here. <laughs> and, uh, oh, hey, Lisa Marie Presley. What? Did Lisa Marie Presley die? Who died? Priscilla, somebody died. Lisa Marie. Oh my God. That's so sweet. You know, when I did, when I did Conan, um, the middle guest was Riley Keough, who's, who's Lisa Marie's daughter. Um, now her, her brother, Benjamin, Lisa Marie's son committed suicide a couple of years ago. Oof. And I, I was just like, geez, I don't know. Just, I remember being on the show and thinking, wow, she's the second guest. She's got it all, <laughs> you know? Oh. And it's like, oh, fuck. The level, amount of tragedy that hit. And she was very, super nice. Just the very, yeah. I just met her very briefly at yeah. the end of the show when we did like the roundup and she was just really nice. And um, mm -hmm. I don't know, it's, it really sucks, you know, to have that kind of, that kind of loss from your little core family, you know?
Yeah, yeah. That just sounds brutal. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of being a Presley or a Rockefeller, but I think that there's so much pressure in some of those, like, dynasty Oh, my God. It's not families. good. I'm so that, obsessed with the Prince Harry memoir. I, I'm, I'm, I'm dying for it to come to me. I, I'm on... The, I'm in line on Libby. I was 17th in line last I checked. These people are taking way too long to listen to this thing and return it. <laughs> I think they're listening to it. They're keeping it the whole like two weeks and listening multiple times. It's ridiculous. Do you, I love to listen to, I have Audible. You don't have, a, I mean, Libby's free. So, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of, um, wow. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is. Jackie, it's been an hour. Oh, let's get out of here. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.